You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is sportsethos.com presentation. Now, it's not a game day, but we've been chatting with people. And so we're doing it again. So we've teed up some very special guests. You'll remember one of them from the other day. Uh, Rel, how are you going? What's up, man? I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's fantastic. And Rocky, you heard her from uh- Spaces. How you going, Rocky? All right? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? It's good to be here to share this, this time and this uh, moment with you guys. Appreciate you for having me, Lyle. Oh, no, I appreciate, appreciate you both for coming on. And, uh, yeah, now this is fantastic. I, I'm really excited uh, to chat to you both. I know we, we, we chat in the spaces and the like throughout, but, uh, yeah, a bit more dedicated to, I don't know, just us three today, which, which is going to be nice. So, <laughs> game Number two, let's just start with that. We came out, bit of a different result from the first game. Let's get some hot takes from that because I haven't heard any besides Devin Booker's hamstring. So who wants to kick us off? Hey, man, I think I had been saying, and the first thing I said when the game ended, I started tweeting all capital letters. I told y'all, I freaking told y'all. I just, I'm in the capital letters. I'm going crazy because I said we were either coming home 2-0 or 1-1. But I was telling people, like, I'm guaranteeing we was going to win at least one on the road, like, in, in those first two games. And everybody was like, mm, you know, I don't know, especially some of my coworkers. But it was, like, midnight when the game ends and I'm texting people. I'm like, ain't going to be no sweeping up in here. Like, I'm hyped, right? There you go. Like, <laughs> we, they wasn't going to step on us like that. Like, these guys are finally living up to the won't bow down motto. And last night was just so hype. Like, we really came out there and took care of business. So, like, if we had only made that adjustment a little bit sooner in game one, we might have won game one as well. And we'd be coming home up to just like in 2018, man. So, I'm so excited. And I just, like, I I can't believe it. What about you, Rocky? So, I'm going to tell you honestly. (laughs) I I picked us to win, both of them, just like real. Um, I'm, I'm very confident in this team. I think that the uh, lessons that are being instilled in this in this team through this coaching staff, 
through this front office is starting to pay off and we're starting to see it all come into fruition with our own eyes. We watched Brandon Ingram grow up over these course of the past 80-something games now, and he has become a star to be reckoned with. And so when we're sitting there talking about uh, are we going to go into Phoenix and get swept, Nah, it wasn't going to be no brooms. wasn't going to be no sweeping. I had already called the lunar eclipse a partial eclipse, <laughs> and we were going to be putting the sun out. Um, So I'm sticking with that, and, you know, people may call me out on it, but I laugh at people who think that because we're young and inexperienced when it comes down to to having the, the playoff uh, uh, um, in our in our system for our players, that mm-hmm. we can't go out and accomplish something. Look, these guys are hungry. They want to win. And it's not about winning next year. They want it now. And it's great to see our our guys out there fighting. Listen, I'm with Rail. We could have took game one if those, if that coach, if Coach had gave that inspirational speech and did those adjustments <laughs> mid-game, maybe second quarter, mm-hmm. instead of second half. We could have swept them out of their own house. So I'm, I'm looking forward to Friday, man. We, we got a lot to prove. Um, and, and the media is going to have the narrative. Of course, they're going to say we shouldn't be here because Paul George was out. And now Devin Booker's out. But hey, newsflash. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody hear that. Newsflash. <laughs> Zion Williamson is out. 82 games plus this season. So uh-huh. we don't want to hear excuses about injuries. We got them too. Yep. That's how I feel about that game, y'all. We are doing what we were supposed to be doing from day one, and that is showing the league that this is not the Pelicans of last year or years past. This is a brand-new organization, a brand-new franchise, brand-new motivation, brand-new players, and we are bound to be successful soon. Now. Thanks. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm ready to run through a brick wall just from hearing that. I'm up and I'm up and about. That was um, that was fantastic. And I, I'm with you. I, I think we're at the point now. It's why not us? We're just in there, exactly. you know, one to eight. We're in the playoff hunt, just like the fourth seed, the fifth seed, the sixth, the seventh seed. You have to take out whoever's in front of you. I, mm-hmm. I don't buy into this um, the narrative that oh, you know. Spurs had had heaps of big games, so they were overwhelmed by it. Paul George and and um, Kennard was out against the Clippers. You know, Booker's not there. You've you've got to just play who's in front of you. We don't get to control any of that. We didn't get exactly. to control the three games in six nights traveling all around. We didn't get to control any of that. They get to mm-hmm. play the Pelicans that show up on that day. We get to play the Suns that show up on that day. So Devin Booker not taking his magnesium and stretching his hamstrings out. Well, that's, you know, that's not our problem. We didn't tell him to do that. Um, yeah. Well, you can say this much, uh, uh, allow when you're trying to chase down a guy as athletic as Jackson Hayes, yeah. you better make sure your hamstrings are ready to run because that linky dude can get down the court real yeah. quick. And sure. Devin Booker learned that, hey, if you're going to chase down for a block, you better be prepared to chase down for a block because it could come back to bite you on the you-know-what. And he's seeing that today because, look, Jackson Hayes brought a game yesterday that the Suns wasn't prepared for. Yeah. And if he shows up like that on Friday, oh, the Smoothie King Center going to be lit, lit, lit. 
because <laughs> there's going to be no way if you cannot contain Brandon Ingram and you cannot contain CJ McCollum and you get Trey and and Nance and Jonas and uh uh Jackson Hayes and mm-hmm. uh what well golly man Jose involved and yeah. those guys are, are making you know impacts in the game putting their footprint in it man who's gonna beat us mm-hmm. who's gonna beat us because look they keep counting us out because of where we started mm-hmm. but i keep telling people it's not always the start it's the finish yeah and we always used to have that motto back in the day finish strong mm-hmm. these pelicans are showing people right now you can start one way but if you finish strong, you can end up a whole nother way. And right now, we're finally getting a little bit of respect from Perkins. And shout out to him for, for, <laughs> for j- jumping on the bandwagon right now. Mm-hmm. But we still got the, the, the ladder out. The ladder is out for the rest of the bandwagon people to jump on before we go ahead on and, and, and put this ass, I'm sorry, this whipping on the uh, uh, funds on Friday. Yeah. The eclipse. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah, it's about to be a, it's about to be a full eclipse. Why not us? And why not now? <laughs> exactly right. And real that Rocky made a good point with that. Is the other guys in game two came to play? So we know Brandon Ingram and, and CJ McCollum were fantastic. I mean, and we expect mm-hmm. it. They had the off game in number one, but number two they came out and showed why they're the stars and why they paid the big bucks. But the supporting cast. Were, were huge. What did you take away from from that supporting cast and them taking that next step and you know playing a full Pelicans committee is what I've been calling it. Uh, you know, again. <laughs> I look. Got to be totally honest. Last night I pretty much didn't see the whole third quarter. I was so drunk. I was talking to somebody. I was networking. I was networking. You know, That's I was good having business. a good time. And it was a lot of cheering going on. And I'm talking to them. I'm like, oh. What's going on inside? Yeah, but anyway, you know, oh, wait, what's going on? So, you know, I'm going back and forth, back and forth. And I finally come in, you know, it's like the fourth quarter. I said, all right, look, we got to stop all this talking. I got to go back in there and get close to that TV and see what's going on. But from what I saw, yeah, our our other guys, our role players, you know, they really stepped up. And I feel like having Larry Nance has been so huge. And then having Jack show up and have a good game is, is monumental because, like, if you want to build a team and you want to make a run deep into the playoffs or, you know, all the way to the finals and win that trophy, you have to have a solid supporting cast. And I feel like we've made the right moves to, you know, kind of move that needle and get us to where we need to be. So, so guys like Jax and, and Trey and Larry and Jose especially have been so huge for us. And Najee's been showing up for us as well. I mean, I know a lot of times, you know, if people are box score watching, they'll just be like, oh, you know, well, he's not really doing all that well. But, like, you really watch the game. Like, these guys are really making an impact. And, and our three rookies ain't afraid of nothing. So so we really, we really hit a home run getting those guys. And so when you have those three rookies supporting – um, B.I. and C.J., and then you insert Zion into that. Whenever we're able to do that, it's going to be like the – I don't even have a word for what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't even have a word for how it's going to be. It's going to be amazing, partner. It's going to be amazing <laughs> because, listen, if we went to instill, install Zion into this current lineup and this yeah. current team, what, what we got right now, mm-hmm. who is going to stop us? That is the question. We are going to be out there like Goldberg in the <laughs> 90s 
on WWE, on WWE, WCW. That's what yeah. WCW. Okay, Who okay. Is next? That's it. It's going to be who's next because, listen, they could not contain Brandon Ingram when he took off in that third quarter yeah. yesterday. They could not listen. Brandon Ingram was everywhere, and we we've been talking about his his three ball not being as effective this season because he has been mostly mid range, mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. But Brandon Ingram gave him some three ball action last night, and they weren't prepared for it. And if mm-hmm. Brandon can get in that bag and open up that three point shot during this series. And we can get our role players to continue doing what they're doing, man. I'm with Kendrick. Yeah, it's it's Pelicans. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> who's gonna stop us? Cause listen, CP3 ain't got them same legs, man. Them legs is 37 going on 38. Right. Them legs right. is getting old. And with them you missing, know? with them potentially missing Devin Booker for at least game three and four, and we don't know what's gonna happen beyond that. Um. Chris is going to have to do so much to, to make up for his absence in these next two games. And I know they don't want to get down 3-1. You know what I mean? So, like, he's going to have to do so much more with his, you know, how old is he, 36, 37, whatever, how those legs. 37. Bro. Yeah, no, however many years they got legs, on his legs. Man. Yeah, he's you know. going to have to do a lot more. Uh, and, you know, and, and that's not to even discredit any of the other guys that Phoenix has. Like, they have a squad over there. Like, they have that record for a reason. But sometimes, like, sometimes the matchup is just in your favor. You know what I mean? And and with with the way the guys are playing right now, um, it's kind of like the the perfect storm, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So it they, really it's, is. it's too bad that they, the Suns are getting caught in the crosshairs and they're getting caught in our path because it's like we we trying to bulldoze everybody right now. So oh, we sort of we put, we're putting the world on notice. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we put the world on notice that the Pelicans are here. We ain't the poverty franchise that y'all keep trying to label us as we are here and we are about to do some great amazing things and it starts this postseason and it will kick in full gear when zion williamson is 100 available for 82 full games Mm -hmm. next season you're on alert right now yeah (laughs) i mean if we haven't put the league on notice by the way we've performed on the biggest stages well i mean people are living under a rock or i don't know they're, they're not watching because yeah. There's a yeah. there's a storyline or a, a phrase or saying that we say over here, and it's I suppose it goes everywhere is, is you don't win a championship in November. You don't mm-hmm. win a championship in December. You win mm-hmm. it right now. You win them in June. And I know whether or not we go on and, and we win this series and we go on and, and win a few more or, or we bow out in this one. We can't end, uh underestimate how and even undervalue how important this postseason run has been for this team. They've had two uh, win or go home eliminations already, essentially game sevens. What whether mm-hmm. they're against higher teams or, or lower teams, you know, everyone's hungry. It doesn't matter. Everyone wanted to win and get into the playoffs. You then get into a situation against the top side where you have an opportunity to steal one in their house. You go and do that. You then come home where it's going to be rocking in the Smoothie King Center and now you're <laughs> going to have to prove it here. Yeah. We're putting people on notice and, and getting ripe at the right time, I think is just so important. You just got to be there. And if your players yeah. are ready to go, you can shock anyone and you add Zion Williamson to this team. Yeah. Oh, gosh, good luck getting season tickets next year. <laughs> I think for anyone try, thinking about it, it's going to be Man. busy. 
Um, I know a couple of people who are starting to get some. I, I, this guy I've been talking to on Twitter for a few years now. He said a couple of his buddies just got some season tickets and he didn't even have to like pressure them into doing it. They just kind of saw, you know, the trajectory and where things was heading and they started getting tickets and stuff, man. So it's, it's people looking are, bright in New Orleans right now. Yeah, it's looking they real attention. bright in New Orleans, you know. <laughs> Uh, um, sure. We've always had our, our, you know, pride in our New Orleans Saints, and and the city is starting to see the Pelicans organization move in a direction that is winning basketball, mm-hmm. and winning basketball fills seats. Yes, it That's fills it. tickets. That's it. Right it, there, it, it, it helps build a level of excitement in the city that losing will never bring. So when you get a winning organization and you start to put wins and put together a team like ours right now, Mm -hmm. man, the sky is the limit, man. The sky is the limit. 100%. I mean, I remember uh, was right when Giannis had been drafted up in Milwaukee and they were giving away, they were woeful. They were a bad side, 14, 15, 16 wins or something. And they were giving away three game tickets for six bucks, you know, and no one was going, Mm -hmm. it didn't matter. You come here and you start winning and people start going, hang on, we're going to go and see this. This is must watch event. Mm -hmm. You have to, it Mm -hmm. it just draws people winning is it builds uh, excitement around the city. And, And as a place that does have the saints, which are much beloved and that have been very successful, Mm-hmm. people are invested in that but they've also been around a lot longer than the pelicans and i think True. um from the outside looking in we've seen for a long time the hornets franchise the pelicans franchise sort of feel like the afterthought to the saints and i don't think that since miss benson has taken over that that's how it's felt i think they've really put it to the to the forefront and said this is the pelicans this is basketball this is the saints this is football and both can be successful and and it's merging those those crowds people are going to both or, or being invested in both, which I think has been a really big turning point and, and really sort of successful marketing and, um, you know, uh, organizational shift, which I think from the outside looking in has been fantastic. I mean, you guys are on the ground. What do you think about that? I think it's been amazing. You know, um, I, I think there's still some work to be done, mm-hmm. but I think it's been amazing watching it come into fruition this year because I've watched the Smoothie King Center go from packed to, to empty. Mm-hmm. To, to to slightly pack back to empty to to be in pack the season mm-hmm. and it's been amazing to watch the fans come in excited to 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 cheer on the team i mean we've had moments where when we were losing it almost felt like home games were visitor games but you <laughs> yeah. haven't you haven't been able to see that as much this season and especially with the winning culture that's being created with Coach Willie Green bringing in C.J. McCollum, which was a, a fantastic move by David mm-hmm. Griffin in the front office. I, I want to shout out Trajan Langdon, Langdon and Swing Cash because they all do that collectively. So it's a it's a team effort. But to bring in C.J. McCollum and add that winning uh, veteran experience to our team has made the growth process even easier for the for the for the rookies right now because mm-hmm. those guys they're playing rookie uh basketball out there in these playoffs right now <laughs> is pulling up shooting threes like he's been playing in the playoffs his entire career which has only been a year but he's been acting like he's been in there for 
a good two or three years, you know, playoff bound. So to 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 get that experience, shout out to the front office for bringing that in because the conversation was, would CJ McCollum be good enough to get these guys to the next level? And uh, I have to say, I'm very impressed with what he's been able to create and do with this team in such a short amount of time. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Getting him was like, you know, it was really tough for us to lose Josh. And, you know, we also talk about Josh, I feel like daily, <laughs> but it was one of those things where like, you kind of, you have to, you have to know that you can't keep him in order to get a guy like CJ, you know? And so I think we, we joke a lot about, um, you know, getting Josh back in the all season. And a lot of people are dead serious. And I'm just like, you know, if that happened, amazing. If it didn't happen, you know, we're still heading in the right direction. We are set up to look really good, uh, you know, for the immediate future here and, you know, the next couple of years at least. Um, so I'm looking for us to be as much, Memphis, as much fun as Memphis has been having this season. Uh, even earlier this season, I was like, nah, that's supposed to be us. Like, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So we're just a couple of months too late. That's all. But I love that, um, you know, with us, sneaking one on the road that basically now we coming back home to home court advantage in a five game series instead of looking at it like a seven game series so that that's a major now if we can get the home court whistle though because you know we don't we it is. Get that. we don't use something with that right there i mean maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe we can band together and fly scott foster back out to, to the to the uh to the to the, yes. to the home game friday yes. or sunday get the gofundme going because it's crazy yes. that that's like it's it's so funny like we you know we have this weird relationship with refs as fans we like we typically don't like these guys but it's the one time that a ref and a player having this weird rivalry is working out in our favor so i'm all for it <laughs> all, for, all for it all for it i just wanted to touch on what you said rel mm-hmm. um about josh hart mm-hmm. man as a fan of, of the team of the sport you know it was hard to say bye to Josh. Yeah. He wanted to be here. He loved the city and the city loved him back. Yeah. But sometimes in order for you to get to, 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 to the, the steak, you got to let mm-hmm. go of the chicken. And I'm yeah. not calling Josh Hart, you know, a bad player <laughs> yeah. because I, I want it to be known right here as we speak, when this podcast is released, mm-hmm. Rocky is all for Josh Hart coming back during the summertime. I don't <laughs> give a crap what goes on. If that man can be brought back under mm-hmm. some terms that are beneficial to him and the team, by all means necessary, do it. Yeah. <laughs> because if you look at it, <laughs> do it like Nike. If you look at it, like, Josh started a lot of games this season, but, you know, you know, he was kind of, he was our sixth man, right? If we have a healthy team and our starting lineup is as we intended it to be, and then you have a guy like Josh coming off the bench, what's going to happen? What's not going to happen? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so he's excited to think about I can tell you that much. Not going to get punked. These boys ain't bored. They ain't bowing down. They don't know how. No. And it's great. And it's great to, to see that 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 moniker come into to to play you know we, we we've said it um m- most of us hated it when it first got here but to see yeah. it actually in play man they're not bowing down they fighting from quarter one to quarter four into the buzzer you know yeah. and it's great to see because we have seen some very very 
uninspired basketball over the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think Josh Hart is one of those players that really did em- embody what they wanted to bring into this team and have that grit, that hard, rugged sort of play, throw himself at the... Uh, at the stanchion trying to get a layup in, you know, this guy, he loved to rebound and run. And I think everyone was invested in, in him as well. The issue was, is that his contract was built to be traded. They yeah. set him up in this three tiered sort of 12 year, uh, 12 million, 12 million, 12 million weird player option sort of thing mm-hmm. with the intention that he would be used as a trade piece, I think. And I think mm-hmm. your analogy is perfect. Sometimes you've got to let go of the chicken to get the steak. I think that's, that is spot on. And while it was difficult, I mean, I was, I was genuinely like, oh, oh, Josh and Josh and Akeel have been traded. Uh, but then you go and get CJ McCollum. So you get this bittersweet feeling of getting uh, a top quality player, but also losing a fan favorite. But mm-hmm. I think that's where the business of basketball hit a lot of, I suppose, new fans and, and fans of the game that haven't, um, I suppose, followed the NBA like we have for, for quite a while. You know, that happens really often. We're just not as invested. Um, and I think that's what this team has been really, really good at doing is getting buy-in beyond the team. So the team's bought in and then we all feel it and say, these are our guys. It's us against everyone else. We're not getting sent out anywhere else. We're not getting relocated. This is us versus them. And I think that's why it's been such fun to watch and so fun to, to cover the team, I suppose, this year and, and chat with other fans about, um, about how this season's unfolded and these guys. Um, so... Game three, Smoothie King Center, Friday night. Yeah. Don't know if the concert's been moved. Assume it has been. Yeah, it has. It has been oh, postponed to um, April 30th. Oh, perfect. Oh, well, your tickets are probably valid for then. Get down there. <laughs> what do we want to see from game three? Uh, intensity. I want to see intensity. I want to see them come out swinging, not only in the first quarter, but you got to come out the half with that same energy. So you got to come out with intensity. We can't really let up, uh, you know, if we're ahead. And we can't, you know, get down if we're behind on the scoreboard, you know. So I just want to see them come out and take care of business. Don't get comfortable because somebody is missing on the other team. You got somebody missing on your team, too. Don't get complacent, you know. And I think Willie going to light a fire under them. And I think they they really, um, these guys really mean business. So um, I trust them to get out there and do what they need to do. So what I would like to see them do is I would like to see them come out very decisive in their motions and their in their pick and rolls and and very decisive in attacking the rim um, because you can't be hesitant. This is a game of basketball and that shot clock, it starts at 24 and it's at zero before you blink your eyes. So we need them to come out with that that intensity, with the with decisive motions on 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 the ball um, and protect the basketball. Because we had 17 turnovers last game. People don't realize how important a possession is. Mm-hmm. 17 turnovers, if you can limit that to 10, that's seven opportunities at putting more p- buckets on the, on, in the, in the, in, I mean, on the, on the scoreboard. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so when you say we won that game, we, we really won it more in, in the third quarter going into the fourth. Mm-hmm. But when you add protecting the basketball to the equation, we could have really dominated that game more if we had protect the basketball. So I want to see them protect the basketball. I want to see them come out excited to be home, uh, energized um, and ready to dominate or fight because mm-hmm. 
Phoenix is not going to go down without swinging back, too. I mean, you yeah. got to think. Uh, Monty Williams, hell of a coach. Um, CP3, hell of a second coach. <laughs> so call them. And, and that team is not going to just bow down to us simply because Devin Booker is going to be missing in games three or four. Mm-hmm. So we have to come out with a level of intensity that we had in the third quarter, but it has to come out the first quarter and it has to be from the first to the fourth. And when you do get the lead, you cannot, like Ralph said, you can't get complacent and say, well, we up by 10 so I can make this reckless pass. Mm-hmm. It has to be methodical in every motion on that court to win this game. And the fans need to be cheering at, you know, and, and, and shout out to, a guy who posted online that we should give Monty Williams some credit uh, when he get there. Um, I, I love the the kumbaya and 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 the the, the being nice, but listen, y'all, do me a favor, give him hell. Ain't no friends right now. Monty and right. and Willie gonna be buddies when this series is over. They, they matter of fact, they call each other brothers. But right mm-hmm. now, like he said, when we get between that squared line, it's all. The friendship is on the side right now. This yeah. is the game of basketball, and we both out here to compete, put our guys in, in the position to win, and that's what we want to see as fans. Competition, our boys ready, and our boys ready to go in and, and not prove to the world. Continue to prove to themselves that mm-hmm. they belong where they are. Not to anybody else, to themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I always have, uh, like, you know, the, the the commentators on TV, they'll have their keys to the game. And I feel like my keys to the game are the same every time. We just got to uh, defend the three-point line. We got to be ready for that, ready to run them off the line. We need to take care of the ball, and we need to make our free throws. And, like, and when you do that, and you give yourself a really good chance to to win the game. But, um, but yeah, man, Lala, I appreciate you uh, having us on here so we could chat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Definitely for sure. appreciate it, man. So and, and what do we got? Y'all getting a little bit of the taste of the rock and rail. Heard it <laughs> loud. Y'all getting y'all getting what 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 uh Stephen A and them call first take. Y'all yeah. getting first take right now. So so um and and Lyle, we really appreciate you for having us on here, man. Um, you know, I I I want to give you your flowers, bro, because you over there in Australia doing amazing things for this this team in 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 foreign land. And 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 shout out to you for for the love that you give to our team, um, you know, because this this fan base is big enough for everybody. It's not it, we say mm-hmm. pals twelve, but it's pals twelve and then some. Yeah, and growing twelve and growing. There we go. <laughs> well, no, appreciate that. Uh, no, thank you both very much for coming on. Do we have anything uh, to plug or anything you'd like to to close us off with? I think we've got a couple of minutes left and. Uh, then we'll get out of here. So, Rel, you go ahead on and drop that news for the for the for the peoples, um, and where they're gonna be able to find us at real soon, like a theater. You want me to drop the date, or like which which one me to let them know? <laughs> I, I, I want you to drop a date for them, so 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 okay. the ones who listening um, okay, to, okay. to to Lyle's podcast will know they get they get the first little scoop of when something coming because if oh. you ain't tuned in. You gonna be behind. So, <laughs> All right. So we well, want, yeah. We want the people who listening to pot to, to to Lyle's podcast right now <laughs> to get this first scoop on the date and and when they're gonna yeah. see this this expected Rocky and Rail podcast show. Okay. All right. Well, listen. We we decided that um 
Friday. There's no better time than Friday to do it. So game three is on Friday. Game took off at what, 8.30, something like that. Uh, we're going to give you all a little taste of the Rocky and Rail show uh, just to get a little something to hold you over until, until it's game time. You know, I know on game day, we'd be a little bit, uh, you know, antsy leading up to tip off. So we're going to give you all a little something. And um, yeah, it, it, it's coming in a couple of days. It's <laughs> so exciting. How's that an exclusive? An exclusive on the, on the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Tune into that. I'm excited. That's going to tie yes. me over before the game. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Rocky and Rel, for joining us today. It's been fantastic chatting. Um, no doubt uh, you're all following them on Twitter, uh, but otherwise go and check them out and I'll put their handles down at the bottom of the thing so you can go and check all that out. Uh, thank you once again, Rocky and Rel, for coming on. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. Y'all be blessed. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So thank you once again to Rocky and Rel for joining us on the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Fantastic chatting with them both. Uh, exclusive. Go and listen to the Rocky and Rel podcast on Friday. It's going to drop. If you weren't listening to this show, well, you miss out on the uh, the live excu- exclusive. So treat yourself to that. Uh, we've got the next game coming up on Friday, Saturday morning for me. So look forward to that. Uh, pack the Smoothie King Center if you're in New Orleans. Otherwise, Clear your schedule because it's going to be a big one, and we're looking to go two up or two one in the series. So uh, look forward to that. I'm going to leave it at that. As always, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host Lyle Swithenbank at Ethos Pelicans is the show on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe, go Pels, and bye for now.